All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I hate to break the fishing news up here, Chuck, but I'd like to speak about the ice hockey. Congratulations, you're one of the 13 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. We just traded a migraine in for, like, an orgasm. Might want to mark that down, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. All of my projects are on schedule until they're not. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. About as funny as we're going to get oh. today. Episode 298. Of the Real Life Podcast coming to you from a Thursday. Someone's poker chips are crumbling and we are early in this episode. That's going to drive me nuts. Anyways, this podcast is brought to you by HGA Group, the next generation of business services built to serve you better. Check them out at the HGA Group. We're tagging them in all our posts. They're very easy to find um, and they can help you just like they help us. Uh, I'm Tyler, Jay, Chalmers, Bag Milk, Wanye. The whole cast is here and uh, a couple of us are... Still feeling it after the disc golf. My arm is fucked. Fucked. My arm hurts really? so much from disc golf. Really? Like right here, right in between, like my shoulder and my tit. Like there's pain <laughs> there. <laughs> tit. Uh, I, I think I described this mid-round is that I, I, I feel like I've developed a little bit of, I believe you would call disc golfer elbow. Elbow, really? It's release. elbow for oh, you. Initially, a little, yeah, it stung a little bit. It's feeling a little bit better now, but uh, wow. Uh, disc golf, eh? Uh, I've got a lot of respect yeah. for those <laughs> uh, who are good at it. It is a challenging sport. Wow. Uh, I am also sh- more shocked at how intense some people are and serious yeah. they are about the sport of disc golf. There was literally, Wanye, guys that had like their own, like, you know, you put your bag on a pull cart. Yeah. Like a golf bag. They, they'd have like a pull cart and it would have this like bag full of discs. It must have had 30, 40 discs in it. For different like situations. Tube. 
Yeah. Oh my god! So, yeah. yeah, it was like different was, condition for a different yeah. disc or different length of shots. Yeah, like putter, yeah. chipper, whatever. Yeah, like yeah. we we had a driver and a putter. That's what we play with. Yeah. Can you like replace your disc mid hole? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh. It's so is the name of the game throw at the same speed and different discs will take the different uh, length. No, not, not quite. Not quite. Like the sure to some degree, but like. Like, is there yeah. a seven iron of discs where you're like, oh, I have a hundred yards in, I'm going to play this disc? Probably. Yeah. Probably, but you, but you wouldn't throw it at the same velocity as a driver. I gotcha. Like driver, you're going, you're going hardcore on. So what's oh, yeah. par on a hole? Three, Three for the most part. There's a few and fours. And how long were they fours. roughly? Uh, anywhere from 150 to like 500, 600 feet. Your average was like between 240 and 300 feet was about the average oh. one. Mm-hmm. And like, how and then there was one that was like 600 dip. feet. Now, how far can you hit it or throw well, it? We never, we never really, we should have walked some off, but uh, yeah. Okay. So not to toot my own horn and definitely not toot my own horn about good disc golf. I am a guy that likes to shoot things hard, hit things far. That's my jam. You ball. I, I ball. I am the Corey Pavin of disc golf. I wow. am such. I am such a bunt. It is Corey shocking. It is it was, shocking. It was like that off the bat. Then you. Then you know we started watching some other people go. I think we all were kind of bunts. None of us really had the form. And then we had the videographer Josh Park kind of telling us what you know, starting to like really get the starting the chainsaw he calls it and really getting the whip across your body and turning your head and then we were on a tee box probably about the fifth tee box and we looked over at what was probably like the eighth tee box and there was a group of guys you could tell they were serious and they played disc golf a lot they were you know athletic guys and we just watched them and just like the forces to which they stepped forward they whipped their body around and whipped their heads around and then to watch their discs fly like Twice as far as ours, we kind of were like, twice as far. "Holy shit!" Okay, so that's what it takes. This yeah. is how so, normal people, Chalmers, feel watching you play real golf. Oh, maybe it that's is good. right because they go to the golf course and they're like, "I can hit the ball like eighty yards. I can't control what direction it goes in." The people who are good are contorting themselves in strange yeah. ways and never miss. Well, so now I know what it feels like because yeah, like, exactly. Well, I, I'm going to say that we, by the end of it, like bagged milk was kind of like really kind of the best right off the bat. He was, you can tell Bag Milk has a dog. Yeah, you he's, can tell he throws a Frisbee. He knows how I, to flat I, throw it. Yeah, I would say he's and like it, a Henrik Stenson, just like deadly, <laughs> accurate, yeah. consistent. And no hits gas, the, though. Hits the the, problem, yeah, and always hits with a three-wood. Yeah. So no the, gas, problem with, the problem with Yaremchuk and JR and I was we, we had we, – we, we could never really – like we could – but it was hard for us to get our discs perfectly flat. And so the minute it just like curves a little bit, the wind just takes it and that thing just like slices it fade. So when we, I would say that by about the 12th hole was when we really started to catch our, uh, like our, 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 um, I guess you would call it our form. We were really trying to round into form there. Um, but it, it was hard, man. I, I, I said on this very thing that I could throw on 200 yards and, I was putting that in terms of like a golf shot and I can't even throw it 200 feet. <laughs> like, oh, it, uh, I think, I think maybe John Daly, if you could dude, I, our furthest, our furthest disc throw was probably 
around 150 feet. I would Ooh, say at I, best. I would, I would even. We were that. averaging like 100. I well, I was, I was averaging about 70. And then when we got to the 17th tee, we saw another group of pros teeing off. And then I watched this guy who inspired me, who does the full Bull Durham yeah. pitch wind up and totally looks back to the stands and then fires through. And then I went to try that because I sucked so bad. I may as well try anything. And I did it and I fucking zipped it. <laughs> and, then, and then and then I did it again on the next tee and did the exact same thing. So I just, a t- little too late uh, for, for my round, but I'm ready for the next one. Once I figured out kind of my slice a little bit, I got the accuracy down and I was good at laying up. That's what I felt I was good oh, at. God. But, but I could not. Oh, yeah. Drove you nuts. Um, oh, but my God. I could not get distance on my shots at all. But if we were like 30 feet out and I needed to stick it, I'd stick it. And it was a tap in after. Fucking they- Red Chuck. Red Chuck walked around the disc golf course with his hull monitor sash on. Yeah. <laughs> just and just played it safe, safe every time but it was the difference like him and bag milk they 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 dominated us i gotta say we were never up we were never up a hole we were so never what are you saying what i'm saying is is we we took chances we this was our first time and we were going to go balls to the walls and this younger generation uh-huh. is just uh, a little bit more conservative we're going to be renting for life yeah. they're going to be they're going to be leasing cars <laughs> they're going to be never taking they're never going to walk unless there's a extended green warranty sign. on every they're toaster you purchase bike no debt at all times like no debt yeah they're conservative and i don't know i can you know it's something to be said for it because they won. <laughs> so I don't Josh, know. Josh Park is working on the video now and uh, Chalmers with, with the spoiler there on, uh, on who won it, but there was some oh. drama. There was some legitimate drama. So the video is going to be worth watching. Yeah. The, 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 you know, the, the cagey old guys finally found their shit and made it interesting, but uh, I would definitely would like Chalmers. And I think you would agree. We'd like to challenge you to a rematch. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. And Chalmers, uh, We'll have to have a sidebar and do some planning before we do that because I'm coming with 40 discs minimum. There was a, you know, we were underprepared. I showed up with three discs and a Slurpee. I was wearing sandals. Um, <laughs> I've never felt more underprepared. It's like showing up to a test you never studied for. You're, uh, you're without... a guy showing up to Golden West in 1998 with three golf clubs you found in his neighbor's garage. And totally. Thing of fireball. Yeah, showing up to a test without a pencil and late without studying. I felt out of it, but now I know what I need. And I'm telling you, yeah. bag, your M shot gave me shit because I kept bringing it up. But man, is that a good sport for having a cooler full of Bud Lights or or was, nice. that, very hot? That is what you need to be wheeling around, not oh. forty discs, <laughs> no, forty not beers. 40 40 beers, 40 exactly. beers and 40 nights. That's a like I, I gave you shit because literally every 15 to 20 minutes, you'd be like, oh, fuck. Oh, I could just go for a beer right now. Oh, can you I'd imagine? Like, can you imagine? I, guys, guys, can you imagine I'd a like, rum and coke right this? now? Because like, oh. it was awesome. Like this, Jay knows me well. So does Wanya. He knows that like yeah, my I favorite thing in the world is I'll get to like the second hole in a golf course on like a Thursday or Friday afternoon. Oh, yeah. And I'll just Forms be like, one. And I'll just be like, this heaven on fucking earth, boys. Like, look at this. We're in, like, the biggest, greenest pasture playing a fucking competitive game with your best buddies. And it's like, we were out disc golfing, and it, you know, I kind of, although the grass, oh, my God. A little crispy. A little crispy. Yeah. Feel free to rain a little bit just for the sake of Rundle Park, for Christ's sake. 
felt yeah. like it was walking on razor blades, but like, it was just, it was just one of those things. It's meant to be done with a cold one in your hand. It just is. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it's a beautiful walk in the park and a, a nice cold beer, especially cause we played in like 28 degrees, 29 degrees. Uh, a, a few beers would have just gone down so good. Nation beers. Big time. Yeah, a couple, a couple of those new green nation beers, rocking those while we, uh, while we cruise around. But uh, we, we'll, we'll probably schedule a, a rematch at some point here before the end of the summer. I don't know if we'll be able to get a nation real life listener tournament off the grounds because the logistics may be complicated, especially with the fact we have the more traditional golf tournament coming up at the end of August. But you never know. We should have actually. We should have a uh, one of the activations on one of the holes. Actually, should be a disc long drive competition. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, Get United to hop in on that and bring yeah, some good discs. Response. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. hundred. What's fun. the big time disc golfer's name again? Oh, shit. Uh, no, I don't remember. I was excellent. Ponce, Ponce Donkington. What's his name? Uh, disc golfer. Chalmers? He's your best yeah. friend, I thought. Ken Klimo. I don't remember. Ken Klimo. Klimo. The, the one thing that I will say also about disc golf is like, it's pretty impressive that you can just drive into Rundle Park, park your yeah. car, walk out and go play an 18 hole disc golf course absolutely free. Yeah. And there's not like, it's, it's, it's beautiful around there. Um, you know, we made fun of the Vista of the industrial zone a little bit, but like when you're down nice. in it, like nice trees, you know, there's some water features yeah. like well, for free. I threw I one mean, into a pond. A I, I, Chalmers and I both threw a disc into <laughs> a body of water. <laughs> yeah, we did. That was funny. <laughs> And then um, we had to go retrieve them. Good thing yeah. it was shallow. Oh, and that's the other thing. So we've got we we we've got one in the water, and a guy yells like, "Hey, do you need a retrieving stick?" Like these guys got sticks <laughs> yeah. to retrieve Come the trees. Yes. Dude, the the biggest hazard in this sport is throwing a disc in a tree because yeah. you throw them high. You never get uh, that thing out without a stick. I saw this one guy. He must have had a thirty foot stick, like retractable stick like an trying to extendable poke one ball tree. retriever yeah. in golf yeah. oh my we God. were we were we must have looked just like the biggest rookies out there ever well, so we look like one... rookies and we have a guy with a camera following us around like people would have been like what the fuck <laughs> yeah. is going yeah. on these guys are idiots well, it's a porno looks... we're making a porno yeah, yeah fuck yeah. the worst porno ever yeah uh, <laughs> there was this one hole uh where a guy threw it like there was a long hole and he threw it into like the trees on the hole we were on and He's in the trees and he throws because another option in disc golf I didn't know is you can roll the disc on the ground. And there's a technique to it. The guy is in the trees and he goes and he's probably 200 because this is like a par four, like a really long one. And he must have rolled this one like 150 feet to like up near the the pin from within the trees. I was like, this is fucked. Kind of like rolling like a tire down the road type thing. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to roll one. It went about five feet. Damn. How do people get into this? I don't get it. Well, the barrier to entry is so easy. Like, I'm surprised we're not all disc golfers. But like like, you're walking down the street in Rundle and there just is like a guy in the woods who's like, hey, you want to jump under the Thoid hole? Like, how do you get inducted into the game? I think you just pick it up and go. And the nice part is like free to walk on. And Chalmers, how much was your set of discs from... It was thirty nine ninety nine. Like you can go and you can get into this sport for forty bucks and like play as much as you want just yeah. by showing up there, which I think is kind of the appeal of it too, right? Like you don't need to be like, oh fuck, gotta book a tea time, like blah blah. You can just show up there whenever and be like, fuck it, I'm gonna go play and go. It's, 
Yeah, I got a lot of appreciation for it. It's a yeah. great way to spend a nice day. Um, yeah. It was what, two and a half hours maybe? A couple hours? It was good. Well, so it, yeah. th- it took us an hour and 10, I remember, because we started at around 2.30 that day, uh, and we were done the front nine at around 4.40, or 3.40, and then so it was yeah. one hour 10. But then we really picked up our pace because I think we were – We got better. You know, yeah. And we also played signed. best ball, which was like – we had to go pick up ours. You know, yeah. I think if we were all playing solo and just throwing them as you walked, I mean, we probably would have been a little quicker, but yeah, it's about an hour per nine. I would, I would say. Yeah. Very quick. Very quick. It was uh, it's a great activity. If you haven't tried to get into it, why not? And let us know what you time. think. Yep. hundred percent. Um, we, we've Austin talked about having a nation real life, um, uh, disc golf tournament. And, uh, after being out at Rundle, it was pretty evident to us all that it would be pretty impossible to do it out there. Uh, just because you can't, there's people everywhere and and you can't like rent a public park. But there's some private ones. There's there's some private courses. So we're still, it's not dead, but I'm telling you right now, it's probably not at Rundle. Let's keep the conversation going. Yeah. Real life listeners. Uh, and I think this is something we can definitely plan for early summer next year. hundred percent. Um, also, we, we've been talking about how we're going to auction off a group with the real life podcast for the Oilers nation open out at Cougar Creek, uh, nationgear.ca, And then you can just go down, click on Oilers nation open for all the info. Uh, we need to launch that auction right away. I don't know how to do that. I will try my best to figure that out. Um, I don't know if just opening up the DMS and seeing if there's any serious suitors and, and how much you'd be willing to bid is a smart way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, um, just, just so we're so, so bid for your twosome to play with the yeah. three of us. And I can assure you, Chalmers, Chalmers and I are going to go out there and hit some dingers. Yeah. So, dingers, we'll hit some dingers. And Chalmers also said he's in charge of your booze, if I recall correctly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which and means Chalmers you're going to be getting some sure stinger dingers. We'll be well supplied. Drink. We'll be well stocked. So let me just make sure that we're all on the same page here. It is you're bidding for the chance to play in a group with myself, Chalmers, and Jay. It's tournament style, so it'll be a five-man scramble, correct? Yeah, so we'll be the only team that's a five-man. That's the other huge advantage. We have a chance. We have a chance to win this thing. Yeah. The inside edge. So if you go to nationgear.ca, you'll see that it's $1,000 per team. And, of course, money proceeds, it's going to Gregor's grads as well, so it's all for charity. Yeah, all Uh, for charity. But a thousand bucks for a foursome out at Cougar Creek on August 26th, 2021. That is coming up in a month and a bit. I don't know why I said the year. It's pretty obvious. Um, that thousand bucks gets you and three friends into the tournament. You get the prizes, you get the giveaways, you get a dinner after, you get transportation to and from Cougar Creek from the pint downtown. That's where we're all going to be meeting. So we take you from Edmonton, the bus rides a hoot. We go out to Cougar Creek, you play your scramble four man. We eat, we have a good time, we drink. Bus brings you right back to the pint. Bang. You can head home, Uber home after that. However, you need to do what you need to do. Um, and that's a thousand bucks for a group of four. Our auction is just for two people. Yeah. It is for a group of two to join us. So when you're placing your bids, I suppose keep that in mind. And what we'll do, you can hit us up on Twitter or Instagram, slide into our DMs at make sure I get the Twitter handle right at Nation Real Life on Twitter. And on Instagram, we are at Nation Real Life as well. Slide into the DMs only yeah. if you're serious, obviously. Tell us what your bid is. Again, it's a thousand bucks for a foursome. So base your opening bid on that, I suppose. And then what I'll do is as bids keep coming in, I'll update everyone who's bidding. And then if you're out and you go, hey, it's past my price point, one, that's all good. 
Um, no worries there. Just let me know you're out and we'll go from there. So slide into the DMs, consider the auction open. And when are we going to close it? Um, well, we, we close it like what, like end of next week or like how, like, you know, you don't have to let these things go on for too long. Yeah. Like we don't want to let it go to like August 1st or whatever. Right. Can we just say a week? Like let's do yeah. a week. It like ends... Next Thursday, next Thursday, we'll announce our twosome. Next Thursday at one o'clock, we'll announce the twosome. Yeah. So and your M Chuck and to increase the value of the team. And I can't confirm it, but I can say potentially Ken Klimko will be on site. The He's coming to Edmonton. <laughs> he will be there. I can't confirm it, but he might be there. <laughs> for well, only would... know if you go for sure. For what I assume are legal reasons of running an auction, I must say I can't promise that. That's an Easter egg. Exactly. But we can go or not. You play golf. So for the tournament, we're lining up good whole sponsors. So there'll be a lot of good stuff to eat, Mm -hmm. a lot of good stuff to drink, and a lot of good stuff to taste. As I follow the protocols of uh, the language here. Um, and yeah, come join us. If you're a good putter, we'll fucking we'll 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 crush this thing. I feel really good. Yeah. About it. I, I haven't seen your okay. M Chuck golf, but I only assume he plays a giant banana slice after seeing him uh disc golf. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Okay. Are you a lefty or a righty? Lefty. Okay, that's okay. We can work with that. Uh so yeah. Yeah, so, that sucks. That I'm a lefty? Yeah. Why? I it's actually trust, I just don't trust up, lefties. It sets up better. I think that course sets up better if you are a drawer of the ball. I think there's one. Yeah, there's actually one. Well, no, 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 fuck, you're good. Because you're is there good. anything in sports that looks weirder than a left-handed golfer comparative to like a, the opposite of what they do? <laughs> yeah, like what does that even mean? Yeah, it does look it a little just, weird. Like a left-handed you, batter, right-handed batter looks normal. Bat, bat right, yeah, in hockey, or they shoot right, or they shoot left. It all looks normal. Nothing ever looks weird. But when you see somebody swing a club, left-handed it just looks different it's just i'm i'm pretty confident in my ability to bat switch when i play slow pitch but i'm a right-handed batter in in ball but i'm a lefty golfer lefty hockey so uh, so are you left-handed or are you right-handed like what, i'm what's right-handed then right-handed. why the fuck are you golfing left that is backwards it makes sense for me i don't know it, it's comfortable it's what i do it's, it's what i've it's, always it's, done it's, well, so of course, my, it's your, and you're, you're too far also, down the journey. Yeah. And also my dad was a lefty, right? So when I would have started golfing when I was really young, like my dad would have been the one teaching me. So obviously I would have learned as a lefty. It's the same thing. Uh, early last year when I started teaching my girlfriend how to golf, she just used my clubs. So she's or to start at least. So she was just using my old clubs. I'm a lefty. She started as a lefty. Then after a full season, she was like, I'm going to try swinging right-handed. And she was like, actually pretty good at it. And she was like, fuck, I think I messed up. Like, I think I might've been a righty, but you're too she far in. She still make the switch. Ah, oh, no, she can make the switch. But she my has dad, the clubs, made, you know? my dad made the switch. I think he was like in his early thirties or late twenties. He switched from left to right. Cause but there's no right-handed. point. I don't think you're, I don't think at that point too, you're undoing so much progress that I don't think there's much of a point in ever switching. And also I like being a lefty. It's, it's, I don't know. It's the exact same. As long as there aren't people being like, you look weird. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? (laughs) (laughs) This guy's got a fighter spirit. If anything, you you guys are both righties though. Obviously. Yes. So if anything, I'm an asset, I'm a lefty. We we have some variation. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's no one timers in golf. Who cares? You don't need a yeah. lefty or a righty. Yeah. 
Well, uh, this is this is what you get if you uh, if you the successful twosome. You get us yeah. uh, the banter of us ripping on your M check for eighteen holes. Yeah, you get the banter, and maybe we'll even have a couple bonuses, even though we can't say anything for sure. But if you Ken join Klimko this, autographed hat. You can't even get his name right, so obviously he's not coming. Um, but again, it's a proud, the Oilers Nation Open is a proud supporter of Gregor's grads. If you don't know what that is, uh, Gregor saw a need to provide high school students that are graduating with a nice crisp suit. And that is what Gregor's grads is all about. It started back in 2014. Um, something I love about this as well. And Gregor talks about it all the time is these kids who graduate high school, they get the suit and they keep it. It's not like a free rental. So they have this to like get going in like their adult lives, like job interviews, all that shit. These kids get to keep the suit. Um, it's fantastic stuff, and that's what it's in support of. So if you want to golf with myself, Chalmers, and Jay, hit us up in either our Twitter or our Instagram with your bid. You need to be legit with it, obviously. And, uh, yeah, whoever the highest bidder is will uh, get a chance to golf with us, and it'll close next Thursday at 1 o'clock Mountain Time in our DMs. I'll probably put out a call on Wednesday being like, here's what the highest bid is. Need your final bid, and that'll be yeah. it. Good luck. And everyone. it's for you and one other person. There you go. Let's have some fun. Indeed. Let's have a good time here. Um, let's keep moving on here. But before we do, let's give some love to twigandberries.ca. Maybe you'll see Twig and Berries out at the Oilers Nation Open. Uh, they got a new store just out in St. Albert by the Casino in Campbell Park. Uh, if you go to their website, though, it's free shipping on orders over $75 in Canada. And you know we got that promo code for you. Nation 15 saves you 15%. All right. Uh, let's keep moving along here. Do we want to do? Story. I want okay. to tell a quick yes. story about please life. Please go. Please go. It wasn't on the agenda, but I just need to get it off my chest. Chalmers, you'll enjoy this. It involves spectacular embarrassment and beefs to come. So the house beside Wanya Manor is for sale. And on my street, I have very few allies, mostly enemies. I've defeated two of my neighbors in court over uh, bylaws and other things. And I, I don't have a lot of allies. So I'm hoping that the neighbor, who's a pretty good guy, his wife's a good guy too, uh, I'm hoping that they'll be replaced by like friendlies, right? So like three days ago, I'm walking up the stairs in Wanya Manor and it's about 1030 in the morning and I'm wearing nothing, as is my right. And I look out the window into my neighbor's house and there's a couple getting a tour of the house, like on a for sale tour. And this lady's looking through the window at me in my all togethers as I'm on my phone. And she's like staring at me. And so I play it off. Like I don't see her and I just keep walking. Right. And I'm like, Oh damn, that lady getting her, the house viewing saw me naked. That's crazy. So then I have like all this shit in my arms, like 25 minutes later and I go out of the house and I look and they're standing on the lawn of their house. And she's like looking super judgmentally at me, leaving my house and I promptly trip and drop everything I'm carrying and oh fall down like three stairs, right? And I look over and they're like the yuppies in Beetlejuice. Remember the people next door that were just like, oh my God, we have a brand no, new stereo. Remember? And Gina Davis. Julia yeah. Louis-Dreyfus. Wasn't it? You mean Christmas Vacation? Same type you, of people. Those type you of said Beetlejuice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, 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 you're right. I was thinking of a different movie. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'm thinking yeah. about who they are. It's same type. Yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. No, I got so that's like who's moving in next to me, right? And I'm like, oh, guaranteed these people aren't going to buy this house. Who cares? Come up today. House is sold. My neighbor's out front. I'm like, did you sell us to a really fancy looking young yuppie couple? He's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm already down one. He goes, yeah. She specifically said, what's up with the neighbor on the one side? And I went, oh, he's cool. <laughs> How awkward is he? 
How awkward. Fuck. Oh, God. Talk about first impressions. Oh. What the have the hand over you. They're going to come over and be like, yeah. oh, we'd like to talk about how you're manicuring your lawn or why you have shoes over the phone wires to your house or why your lawn's on fire most of the time. Leave me alone, new neighbors. Fuck. I can't leave my life should... to your standards. What if they come over and they're like, they've got you're... like a bottle of champagne and some no. cookies and they're like, hey. That don't happen. That doesn't happen. You get somebody's like, you're can junk we, and we want to party. Can we talk about the area between our houses and how we feel like a different colored gravel would look a lot better than oh, what we see, currently you're, have? You're going into like, this with, bitch, yeah. with assumptions. No. You need to have a better attitude, I think, is the problem you're wanting. <laughs> oh, my God. You're <laughs> oh, my Lord. That's a you're, pot calling the kettle black. You're I'm already uh, down to yeah. nothing. These people haven't even moved in. You've really, you've really judged them. Uh, read a book by their... Uh, Judge the book by its cover there. Chalmers, you know how you're supposed to emotionally disrobe in front of people and be vulnerable? This lady's seen me actually disrobed and vulnerable. I mean, it can't get Lucky for her, it's probably one of the best sexual experiences of her life, seeing me naked, so it'll work out. Well, no wonder they're not going to like you. You've been nothing but rude to them so far on this That lady probably looks at her husband now with 3% less interest because she's witnessed me in my glory walking around in Wanya Manor. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of her fault for, like, looking into your window. There's, like, a one in three chance that she'll end up coming over to my side of the fence, I bet you. I'm going to say uh, no. Really? What if, You're what husband, really? You think so? What if her husband listens to the podcast? This is just getting well, first worse of all, for you now. No, he won't. That's a start. Nobody listens to this podcast, so I'm not worried about that. Secondly, whatever, man. Don't bring uh, don't bring your missus to a new neighborhood if you can't hold on to her. You know what I'm saying? I yeah, honestly it's like kind of don't. Chalmers, you ever steal any of your married neighbors? No, <laughs> no, you no, never I did. Eh? No, no. Right? no, well, maybe it's harder than I think. Whatever, I don't care. It's not something that happens a lot. I think. fell down three lie. stairs in front of this woman. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is to bounce back from that? Oh, yeah. Did they You're pretend fine. like they didn't see you because I saw? No, this is- we all looked at each other and I gathered myself up. I was no longer standing. Well, then these people and walked to the Wanya like, mobile. N- normal, cordial behavior. If somebody falls in front of you, you, you quickly turn your back to them. And exactly. try to let them- say, holy fuck, that's embarrassing. Are you okay? I saw a guy fall that was running. He was like, he like got to the crosswalk and just like tripped and like yep. fell. Oh, and he was That'll older, happen. and I felt like I was. I I didn't want him to see that I saw because I didn't want him to be embarrassed. Yeah. It That's was social like, courtesy. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Not Julia Louis Dreyfus slash Dina Gina Davis living next door. They're mean as shit. You remember those movies? I do. They were good movies. Well, at least you, at least there's nowhere to go but up from here. Yeah. What are you? What are you? Why don't you make them something and take it over a nice yeah. little welcome yeah, basket? Bring them, bring them some nation beer. You know, that ain't the worst idea that never would have occurred to me. Tell them where you're rolling over there. Get them a bread and butter baking box. Yeah. What see? No, I'm thinking like a 60 pack of condoms and a bottle of fireball. It says rock on. Welcome. Nation branded condoms. <laughs> One in I have five a story as well. For quality. So I, the other day, I was about to go golfing with my parents. I was sitting on their deck beforehand, enjoying a bevy. Wind started to pick up because it was Saturday and it was starting to storm. And I'm sitting there on their deck, just minding my own business. And all of a sudden, I feel like a splash on my face. Oh. And I was like, oh, that's rain, maybe? Wipe it right from the edge of the right side of my lips. Look at it. Bird poop. Bird shit. 
Oh, oh my God. That's good right, luck, bro. That's it is good, good luck. luck. So yeah, so anyways, a bird shit right on my face and all over my shirt while the wind was howling like crazy. Like the weirdest fucking thing. I couldn't believe it. Uh, I don't, I didn't really taste it. It didn't go in my mouth, just kind of like on the edge of my lips. So I like wiped it off. Was it warm? I don't remember. I was kind of just in shock. Uh, Bird poop eater. Yeah. I've never been shit on by a bird. Oh, thing. Oh, I don't think yeah. I don't know how to handle that one. So like my golf shirt was fucking ruined. I had to go like rinse my mouth with mouthwash because I felt disgusting. But shot a 42 on the front, which is fucking there amazing you go. for me. There for you me go. go. Good, luck. Good luck. So it, Good luck. it was. Are it you was listening, bitters? 42 Proof on the front. The 42 on the front at Ravencrest, which is actually pretty. Uh, it's, it's an interesting a bird course, named but. course after getting shit on by a bird. It just. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I perfect. can't believe I forgot to say this on the last episode because it was uh, it was a weird little uh, a weird situation. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. Actually, I might because uh, it wasn't that bad. But you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Bird shit on me. insane. All right. Yeah. I, I felt like sharing. Anyway, Ramchuk, will you singing telegram to my neighbors to welcome them to the neighborhood for me as a favor? Nobody wants to hear me sing. I have no musical talent. Would all. you say in a broadcaster voice, like a play-by-play play, where it's like they moved out and then they live there, yay! From your neighbor that. next door, and then turn on your heel, don't look him in the eye, and walk away in a straight line. Would you do that as a favor? <laughs> do what you think the play-by-play was of the neighbor seeing Wanye. What about the neighbor next door? Too bad. You've already moved here. Yay. You have a very sing-songy impression of what a play-by-play announcer is. (laughs) 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 Can you imagine if that's what Jack Michael sounded like? McDavid grabs the puck, passes it to Dreisaitl. Why don't you ever go on your front porch, Wanye? Why don't you ever go on your front porch? Because I'm surrounded by enemies. That's why. My fiefdom gets smaller by the day on the street. People across the street from me, the guy literally said to me one time, oh, hey, I'm your neighbor across the street. Yeah, what, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. Oilers Nation. Oh, I got big problems with those guys, he said to me. And you were like, I've oh, never met this man in my me. life. No, because he asked a question, something about Oilers Nation. I was like, I have nothing. I had no idea about anything. That's across the street. The one side, the guys have taken me to bylaw court, lost, appealed it, and lost again. And now I got Mrs. See Me Naked fall down the stairs on my south side. I'm screwed. Do you, are you, like, allowed to tell us what the bylaw thing was about? The Oilers Nation hot tub that I possess was too loud for my neighbor's tastes. And they took me to bylaw court on account of my hot tub being too loud. And then lost. And then appealed it. And I had to go back to court. And they lost again. Sounds like you should be really happy to have new neighbors. That's like no, no. Those aren't those people aren't moving. It's the other oh side. God, it's the other I side. wish those people were moving. I would have had fireworks. I said in bylaw court, I will knock your house down and park my cars there if you'd like. And they turned purple with rage. It was funny. Point is, now I can never go on my front patio. I just have to get out of the car and run into my house. I can't look left. I can't look right. I can't look behind me. If my house caught fire, nobody yeah. would call it in. Nobody. They would just let it burn. They'd be like, oh, sorry, we're busy. We're watching Netflix. We didn't see your houses on fire. That's what they would say. That's what they'd say. Just like that, you're on track. Uh, All right. Um, All right. I got some Oilers hypotheticals here. We haven't done that in a while. So I came up with three. And uh, they're they're very loose hypotheticals, but I think they're kind of fun. Um, So I'm going to hit you guys with these. Fire away. Okay. There's actually four, but um, I don't know if I said that. I don't know if I said three or four, but the first one. Okay. First one, the Oilers get an extra $6 million in cap space for this upcoming season. 
-hmm. but you personally are not allowed to attend an NHL game in person this year at any point, regular season playoffs, preseason in Edmonton, in Vegas, in Seattle, don't matter. None of it. Oilers get an extra 6 million. You cannot attend a game and you cannot tell anyone that this is happening. Can't tell anyone that it's not you, happening. You cannot even be praised as a hero for this. Oh, it is I don't even. Oh my god! So I, could I watch the Leafs get the joys of the playoffs? You wouldn't get to go in person. You could watch it at a bar or whatever. But fuck. Well, my neighbor saw me naked, so you know I'm down to stay indoors for the next foreseeable future. So that's cool. Uh wow, that's that's tough. Um. That's tough. Uh, okay. Uh, fuck it. Uh, take the cap space. You're sacrificing your in-person enjoyment of the Edmonton Oilers. They could go on a run with that extra $6 million, and you are signing off on it and but staying they, home. But they, they only get got, another they only got for it. That. They only got it because I, I, I'm abstaining. That's the Fair whole enough. thing. So, yes. All right. And I'll Thank hold a, Would you do I'll, it? Fuck. I'm planning on going to a game anyway, so, yep, I'm in. All right. I was too loose with this one. Chalmers, yeah. you don't give a shit, right? Cap space. I don't even know what we're yeah. talking about. Yeah, that's all good. Chalmers uh, would rather go to the game. These are, pretty the much, game. these are pretty much all geared towards Jay. I'm not going to go to a game to give them cap space because of decisions that they've made. Whoa, yeah, but you're increasing their wait. chances of having them win. Yeah, come on. Let them be the Tampa Bay Lightning. So ultimately you're saying that I'm sacrificing my ability to watch them in person. Yeah. To give them a better chance at winning. So they yeah. can have Gabriel, Gabriel Landeskog. Yeah. Or another okay. Duncan Keith. Or another Duncan Keith. <laughs> Sounds good. Hypothetical number two. <laughs> Who would you rather have? Gabriel Landeskog or Duncan Keith? Bag milk? Go. Yeah, well, Landeskog. Uh, obviously, that's... Not 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 in the balloon. Let's not tag this one as a comedy podcast. (laughs) All right, hypothetical number two. You can go to oil. You can watch Oilers games wherever you want, in the building, out of the building, but you cannot have a sip of alcohol during the game at any point in the season or playoffs. Ah, But but you get the guarantee that the Oilers will never lose a game in overtime or shootout. As soon as it's past sixty minutes, bang, two points. Ooh. Ooh, I fuck overtime wins are the bomb, man. Stone go no, no booze all season to guarantee they never lose a game in overtime. They win every overtime or shootout they're in. Could you oh, so, oh, sorry, sorry. You, did, you, you didn't phrase it like that. I thought it <laughs> would just, they would win every yeah, yeah. game. Can I do whippets no. instead of booze? No, Can you I cannot do cans you cannot do into the stands. <laughs> oh fuck. You have to be stone sober. <laughs> you gotta be sober for every Oilers game all year but they will never lose a game in overtime or shootout. Basically, oh. it comes down to like nine points in the standings. Would you stop Man. drinking to give the Oilers They'll extra still nine make points? the playoffs. They'll still make the playoffs. It's not, even, it's not even about my like love for booze. It's just like if it's a Saturday night and it's the move and I want to, like, I, I want to enjoy yeah. it. All right. That one, I can, that one I can live with. Third one. You can choose between a brand new season of the hit TV show Oil Change or you can personally get to hand pick the start time for every Oilers game this upcoming season. The start what? The start time. The schedule's made. You know what days they're playing on, but you can pick what time the game starts at, or you get a brand new season of oil change, and it would be a good one. 
Huh. I'm picking start times. I'd pick start time. They'd start at five o'clock every night. Yeah, I was going to say, enjoy them 5 p.m. starts, everybody. Why? They're terrible. They're so low impact. Yeah. What do you guys want? 5 a.m., 5 p.m. start? I'm not even home from work. Every Saturday, one o'clock. Hell yeah. Unlucky for you, Chalmers. Saturday at one o'clock? Fucking right. early. Matinee. The whole part of a night is like you go and you 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 do like in the in the spring especially you go you like have the day outside doing mm-hmm. stuff and then you come no. in with your friends and you cuddle up on a couch at eight o'clock eight o'clock start times on a Saturday are Can like you my favorite being a thing Canucks in the world. Fan, Chalmers, Can you imagine being a Canucks fan in Nova Scotia and every no. time they play it's like one in the morning you're like oh boy first period well we talked about this on this podcast that like the east coast really just gets screwed oh boy we love them out here in st john's imagine watching like the nba uh, final okay, but what are you guys picking Phoenix. new season oh. of oil change or you get to pick the yeah. start time i'm taking i'm taking oil change me okay. too i want to hear about belanger yeah, yeah i'm taking yeah. oil change i want to hear more about the keith trade <laughs> yeah great Fair enough what I saw, uh, is there a actual trade proposal out there that's a rumor for Koskinen right now? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Okay, Go is it on. real? Is that real? Uh-huh. real real? The Kessel yeah. for Koskinen? Yeah. No. That's okay. real. I, thought, uh, I don't want to get fooled by the internet here, but I it's saw it like a couple places. That fucking Trina's oil account sent it out. But they weren't, yeah. they No, weren't it wasn't part, Trina's so. oil. It was Garfield that said it. I rest Who my that case. Is? That's Trina Oil Source. Yeah. As per Garfield. Garfield. Every tweet ends with as per Garfield. Odie says it's bullshit though, mind you. Yeah, this sounds oh, shit. As per Garfield. That's cool. Are you uh, looking it up right now, Chalmers? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, uh, kinda. <laughs> Chalmers got catfished by Trina's oil. <laughs> no, I just saw it. Thought it, it. was a trick. Zoomed in. I'm not buying it. And do I buy the fact that the Oilers would maybe trade Miko Koskin into Arizona? Sure, but I don't think there's any smoke to that specific rumor. Jay, in the intro of the uh, podcast, you're describing a trade where we traded Milan Lucic for James Neal, a migraine for an orgasm. What is yeah. trading Kessel for Koskinen? Oh, that is a foot-long midway corn dog. Four A. Uh oof. Uh fuck. Overpriced giraffe. Yeah, like I'm trying to think of like because he's just a pencil. I was trying to think of something. Okay. Yeah. I would not imagine Phil Kessel would thrive in this scrutiny of it being an oiler. No, oh, no way. You gotta have thick skin coming here. Gotta take a quick call. Fair enough. For real? I was Jay's a very uh, busy man. Jay's leaving the podcast to take a call. It had better be Barack Obama. Um, something cool that I just uh I just stumbled upon on the internets here. Um, a guy I grew up with just signed with the Bakersfield Condors. Oh what is that the guy on what's his name? Matteo Gennaro. So he's oh. a he signed a two-way AHL ECHL deal um, with the Condors. He played for Wichita last year. Uh, led there, had twenty. Or yeah, he led Wichita with twenty-six goals. So me and him went to school together um, from like kindergarten until about grade six, and we grew up like a minute away from each other. So we'd always play street hockey together. And I've absolutely buried the lead here, but he's also Fernando Pisani's nephew. Oh, he's got the jeans. He's got that. He's got them Oilers clutch playoff jeans in his in his blood. Interesting. 
Anyways, that just popped up, so I felt like sharing. Um, the last one I got here for Oilers Hypotheticals. Wanya, you'll like this one. I'm very intrigued to hear your answer. You get one Euler on this podcast, full one-hour interview, <gasps> all, only truth. They cannot lie to you at all. Oh, wow. Which Euler do you former pick? Former both? Nuge. Current. Current on the roster. Got to be on oh, the roster. Oh, current? Oh. It's current Nuge because I'll tell you why it's Nuge. He's been the, here the longest, and no one on this roster has seen more <laughs> shit than him. And if he Fair. can only tell the truth, the oh, stories yeah. would be incredible. That's Ooh. a great call. I, I echo the bag milk. Mm-hmm. What are we giving up for this? Nothing. I just want to know which oiler you'd love to interview the most with only truth coming out. I don't think there's really like questions to ask where I'm trying to bury a theoretical oiler where I'm like, no. oh, but like they'd give you shit. You want to know. Let's just say it's not even on the podcast. Then let's just say it's a one hour conversation with anyone currently on the roster where you get nothing but the truth. Cause you don't want to bury them in public. Like, it's what like, I go they... back in time, right? I go back in time 10 years and I say, Nooch, good news in a decade. You'll sign an extension. That'll keep you here forever. Weirder though. We're also going to trade for Duncan Keith and everyone's going to hate it. You'll also have played for about 15 coaches by then. Let's have a chat about it. And Connor. Talk yeah, about and Connor. Connor in that pitch. I would love to know what the room did, the dressing room did, did or said, or the, or the dialogue in the dressing room when they traded Strom for Spooner. Room loves Strom for yeah. cancer Spooner. Yeah. You know what is so fucking sad about this? You asked me that question who I could talk to it for an hour and on, on, like I've seen an interview with McDavid and dry together and they're dry as toast. And so I'm trying to think of like somebody I would have a good time with talking on this team. And the fact is, is I just don't know any of their personalities enough to know if any of them would be a good time. That's sad. There's McDavid a lot of would them. Be, McDavid would be interesting. Cause I'd like to know like, yeah. who's like, who does he want off the team? <laughs> that would be yeah, that'd be an interesting angle to it all that would yeah. be oh yeah oh, yeah okay destroy the others in one question go well okay but if yeah. we're moving away from the Who podcast do you not angle want here? and you're just getting a one-hour <laughs> conversation with someone we're removing ourselves from reality here for yeah. a second and have and, oh, okay and, well then in my fantasy i would like to talk to Dave <laughs> my fantasy well i mean like, <laughs> Dave Dave like mustache. Chalmers, it's a fucking podcast reality. it's true I would love to talk to Connor, but oh, I would love yeah, to talk yeah. to Connor for an hour privately. That's yeah. Because that's I feel like, I feel like private conversation, Connor, where he, Connor is very concerned about downside risk of any statements that he makes. Right. If you had a private conversation with him, I wouldn't want to be a little like, who do you want off the power play Connor? I'd be more interested in like trying to understand the psychological makeup of somebody who's that determined and that successful. Yeah. Like, what when Connor right now is pissed off because even though he unanimously won the heart, right? Is he the type of guy that like is going to win the cup, hold it over his head and be like, got to be back at work tomorrow morning. Not even happy. Or is he going to like change his personality once he wins? Like, I'd be really interested to know lots of that. Oh, full Kucherov. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to see tarps. How much David just shoot from the hip at everybody. In his oh, that'd be great. You know, the How best. Perfect. The best thing I saw on like Twitter in the last three or four days was the picture of the cup with the big dent in it. And it <laughs> yeah. was basically that picture side <laughs> by side with the picture of Tom Brady throwing it across the boat. And it's like this outraged, every, like football player people 
was well, an outrage throwing that term. hockey guys it'll buff out we'll but do it. you remember when brady threw that trophy and the girl who's like grandpa yeah the, dad, or, yeah, the grandpa who designed the trophy said he, he disrespected all the silversmiths yeah. that had ever made the trophy i was like oh my oh, god what Okay. You, didn't want it, like, you know they make a new one for every year. It's not like the same yeah. fucking trophy. Yeah, but hockey not, people are all like, yeah. oh my God, the, you see what they did to the cup? That's the awesome. The Stanley I mean, Cup has got so many battle scars on it and it's been repaired so many times, but that's part of the legend of the cup. There was somebody in the media who said that the Tampa Bay Lightning should not should get the cup taken away from them and should not be oh, allowed to have it. Oh, because oh, of that off. thing's been in the bottom of pools. It's been just <laughs> like you know, it's it's been been How seriously are you taking life when you're going to say that they should have the Stanley? Dude, cup imagine Gary Bettman lands in a helicopter and gets out, and they're like partying with the cup. He just like takes it away. He's like, "That's what you get for denting it," and flies off. I think he even said, like, as a franchise, if they ever wanted again, they shouldn't be allowed to have it because of how disrespectful they treated it. Oh, for fuck's sake. That's that's because social media is a thing now. Like back in the eighties, can you imagine what the Oilers were doing with that fucking thing? Like, probably worse shit than that than denting it. Absolutely. Look who's here. Unrelated. I want to interrupt. Look at look at Lou just arrived. Oh, sup, Very baby handsome. one. Yeah. What up? Look at this guy. Look at the look at the perfectly round face on that little man. Yeah. Look at this guy. He's That's like, what good... is the magic phone doing now? There's so many people on the call. Oh, yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. I'm What's going on? Hey, buddy. I would hey, like to know who Maroon. dropped the cup. Like, Didn't who's Maroon the one that's Maroon? Maroon. I think Maroon. I think Maroon owned it. He said he fell. I slipped with it. When you win it three years in a row, you can dent. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He honestly, he probably took that one. He probably was like, "I'll take this one, boys. Everybody, oh. I'm. I, I, yeah. I, people can't hate me right now. Even if they yeah. tried, I'll take this one. I'll yeah. wear it. Yeah. Good team guy, glue guy. That's why he's gonna win a fourth probably. <laughs> Fuck. How about a <laughs> just how about a three year run that guy's had? Huh. Oh. Just I remember when been, he left here, I was like, I don't know if he's going to win the cup necessarily leaving the others. He's probably made a mistake three cups later. Yeah, he probably made the right cup. He's been buckled all summer for three straight years and just pure cup celebration. The best. That's what's funny. Eh? Like these guys win the cup and then they just publicly get so trashed yeah. and get so celebrated for getting so trashed. I swear it's Ovechkin changed the game. That wasn't the yeah. case really. Ovi and the Bellagio. Yeah. And now everyone's trying to beat him at his own game. And you know what? <laughs> Weird little domino effect of that, right? Because Ovi went absolutely bananas because they won uh, partially. I know it was, other, but like they won the cup in Vegas, right? So you kind of wonder, like, would Ovi have had that many party videos go viral? I know he had some that went viral in Washington later with the fountain, whatever. But um, like, you know, if they didn't expand to Vegas, would that have all trickled down? No, I bet you, because he was getting so much positive PR for partying on social. I think he's yeah. just like, let's keep it going, boys. And then you had St. Louis winning and Brett Hull being absolutely, you know, I oh, your headphones are in. I can say shit-faced around the baby one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he, he knows he got shit-faced. He's like, <laughs> Brett Hull's a drunk mess when they won the Cup. He knows. Well, I'll tell you one thing. if you, When the Oilers win the Stanley Cup, I, too, will be Brett Hull out in the streets. Oh, my God. Oh, it would be an should, honor. Should the Oilers, if slash when they win the Stanley Cup, do a boat parade down the North Saskatchewan. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. They should. We'll be throwing them uh, nation beers from the shore. It'll be the best. Oh, I'll I'll, I'll be on a stand-up paddleboard just crushing beers along the way. It'd be cool. It'd be cool. I've I've been a big fan of, you know, since we're talking parade routes, right down kind of River Valley Road. Yeah. Right there. That'd be a great spot to have people loaded up all over and come down there. Come down, finish coming down Grote Road and bang right down that whole stretch would be unreal. That's actually a gangster twist on a cup parade to be to do it on the river. No one's ever done that. Well, the lightning yeah. have been doing it. 
Yeah, they brought water. Into Are they in a bay? Aren't they in the ocean? Of well, the yeah, ocean? I mean, but, similar yeah, thing, but though, right? still in water. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then did you see it just started like fucking pouring midway through their celebration as well? Yeah. Oh, did it? Yeah. Um, we even talked, and I'm switching gears pretty roughly here, but uh, we even talked sports betting in a while. So we're going to give some love to our friends at oddshark.com. And uh, where I'm going with this is we saw the Stanley Cup odds for next season are finally out, even though no one knows what any team will look like and there's still plenty of moves to be made. Uh, but if you are the site I'm looking at right now over at Odd Shark, the Colorado Avalanche opened as the favorites to win next season's Stanley Cup at uh, plus 425, so 4.25 to 1. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers are pretty far down the list. 1, 2, 3, 4, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. They are 13th in the NHL or tied for 11th with the Islanders and Capitals at 30 to 1. So interesting to see the Oilers lumped in with the Islanders and the Capitals. Some notable teams ahead of Edmonton that I found surprising. The Florida Panthers. The New York Rangers, who didn't even make the playoffs this season. The Minnesota Wild, who are going to, after this season, have a bunch of dead cap space on their books. Uh, Below the Oilers, though, will be the likes of the Jets and the Flames and the Canucks and all of that. Something else I found hilarious, Detroit and Buffalo are 250 to 1, whereas the Seattle Kraken are only 150 to 1. Well, on the list, I... This must be a new revised list because on the list I saw, which was about a week ago, the Kraken were at the very bottom and oh, really? were, I think, plus 350. So, you know what? It might just be because of some of the things coming out for them, like guys who are not – guys who are willing to waive no trade. Like I saw Ben Bishop today is willing to waive his his thing so he could go into that so he could be, like, not protected. Yeah. Um, Wildest um, one is what – Who knows? What the, it's the Minnesota Wild. There's three years when they've got at minimum $12 million in cap space or dead cap space. So for this year, will they go all in? Cause they know like they aren't going to have many more chances or yeah. right. That's, that's what's interesting. They're, to, that's you? wild. Yeah. Well, they're, they're banking on a rising cap is what they're doing. Well, then that means the Oilers are good value if they're below the Minnesota wild and 30 to one to extend uh, the betting talk a little bit more. It's the British open this weekend. The open. Oh yeah. The open. Uh, already, and like shocker. Louis Hustazen, major show-up champion of the world but can't close, is leading. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That guy is fucking my – I always bet on that. I forgot it was the British Open this weekend or the Open. But I'm, I'm, I'm Louis going to break through. He's got to fucking break through. Um, I'm, I'm going to send you guys something in our group chat right now to, uh, to show you how fired up I am for the Open. Where is our uh, real-life group chat? What the fuck? Anyways, I play DraftKings for every major tournament. It's I, I love playing DraftKings for golf. And right now, I am in first place in uh, in the tournament. Remember last time, I almost won the million bucks. That was great. Um, but I'm in first place again in this contest I'm doing. So I'm fired up. And is I got a million my boy bucks Louis. again. Your check? How no, much money this time? It's not a million bucks. It's only a couple hundred, which is sad. I should have I should have been riskier and put more money. Do you have Louis? I, I got Louis. I got Mackenzie Mark. Hughes. I got Jordan Spieth. Oh and wow! I I nailed the top of the leaderboard, man. It's hot fun. start. Yeah, look at you. And then I got like Sergio, Victor Hovland, and Abe Answer are uh, are my other three golfers. But uh, I fucking love golf. Soon, Hovland's gonna break through soon. I think. People who say golf on TV is boring, man. I don't think they've just given it an honest enough shot. Like the Thursday just and Friday majors. aren't the Thursday and Friday aren't great. But like Saturday, Sunday at a major, holy oh, shit. That is unreal TV. Unreal TV. Unreal it's, a, TV. It's, it's, you have to dedicate some time. Yeah. 
But that's the thing I like about the British Open is you get up early and it's over early. <coughs> and you have yeah. the rest of your day. Like we're you're watching the US Open or the Masters and you're watching it from noon until five. Yeah, that is fair. Yeah. The the Masters and the the tournaments on this side of the of the pond can be a little bit time consuming. But uh, regardless, I love this shit. I've had it I've had it on my TV all day. I haven't stopped watching it yet. It's unreal. Um, before we wrap up here, got to give some love to manscape.com where we have the promo code real life gets you 20% off and free shipping for the man in your life. Maybe you need to get them a gift or maybe you want to get yourself a gift, go to manscape.com. They got the performance package, which with a ton of goodies in it. And again, you're going to save a lot of money on this bad boy with the promo code real life. Uh, I think we're going to wrap this up. I think this was a nice little podcast. We went a lot of different places, disc golf recap, a couple hypotheticals thrown at you guys. Uh, you playing too hard, talk. big brother. Oh, yeah, little, little, I didn't watch yeah. Wednesdays. I didn't watch That's Wednesdays. Cool. Frenchie um, went from on me. I'm like, I'm going to like this guy. And then he actually started playing the game. And I'm like, this guy is way too hard. This guy's a fucking idiot and has a way too high impression of himself. I'm from Absolutely. military. I know how to crack everything. No, yeah. dude, you're the most obvious guy in the world. And you're he paranoid is awful. Fuck. Paranoid he's so paranoid. He's, he's going to be gone just because people are going to be like, like that Derek guy was just like, ah, uh, you could tell I, he didn't know how to deal with a guy like that. Like yeah. that can be so unhinged, you know, and really unhinged not make by everything. everything, unhinged yeah. by everything. And Second you can, guessing and you can everything. T- and you can talk him off anything. Like, oh, absolutely. I got to break up this show, man. It's like, they're, he's Mads, wrong, it's day three. She's but, like, but, yeah. he's like, but oh, he's not, I he's not mistake. wrong. It, it, it could be going down that path. So I'm like, okay. But then they come and say, we're not the show, man. Oh man, they're not in a show match. I was wrong. Like he just takes everyone at their word. And then how he was trying to project onto Derek about how he's in an alliance thinks that yeah. he trapped him. He just like bullied the fuck out of him. Like, oh man, it is it's good television. Yeah. Because he is such a train wreck. Like, if they're actually smart, keep that guy in the house. Yeah, keep him around because he is just like He's a bulletin board of everyone else's news. Exactly. Like, and then he's just, and, and and he is just spreading lies around too and just trying to make shit up to try to keep himself safe. And then the fact what blew me away, and this is what this is I don't know what the hell Derek was doing. Tyler Earmuffs. Oh, okay. I can't believe he convinced Derek to actually use the veto when he said he's gonna replace him with his boy. Yeah. And that, so that guy was too scared, like it, it, like Frenchie says, like, I have the votes. I have the votes. I'm like, dude. Like, if Derek just went around and asked, everyone'd be like, I don't fucking support Frenchie. That dude's crazy. But he said, I, I had to use the veto because I would have, <sighs> I would have been out next week. I was so, like, but he's oh, doing that dude. thing where he's opening doors and walking into rooms just to like peek his oh. head in there and then close the door again. It's just that guy is not going to be around. <laughs> yeah, it's but it's entertaining. Glad Big Brother's back. Yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot to play our button. So my bad, but I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, We're already at an hour and usually we save the voicemails for Monday, but we got one from bearded Brad. We have part three of future Wanye, which is a good one. Um, But again, we can't play it till Wanye's not on a podcast. And also we only really committed to future Wanye. Play it after the show. Play it after the show. You're right. Yeah. Wanye actual Wanye is really committed to being future Wanye. Yes. Yes, Uh It's not me. Chalmers. If it was (laughs) me, I'd want to hear people laugh at my own jokes. You know, Chalmers is convinced it is you. I will yeah. take a lie detector test on this show if you can arrange it. It's not he me. is a world class impressionist. Then, then he is. I maybe it's he's either junior he's either a world class expressionist or uh, impressionist, or you 
don't know how to change the style of your own talking and voice well enough. <laughs> Chalmers, I assure yeah. you, I assure you that is not me. Also, we have one more show until I'm gone for 10 days, which means I won't be on the podcast. You guys are going to record it without me here. And I'm how? very good luck. Yeah. I don't know. Bag milk. This is your time to step into the breach, my friend, like a World War II guy. Thankfully, we've got an English, an English gentleman stepping hey. in. To help Why us do us. I feel like we're oh. taking one day off? Who's that? Was <laughs> no uh, Liam. He's been helping us with social media stuff. He knows how to produce podcasts too. Oh, beauty! So he's going to come on the show with us. Yeah, he'll come on the show. I, he won't host, but he'll like be here recording. I don't know if you guys want to talk to him or not, but. Oh, he's yeah. a funny dude. That, that'll be the can we harass him, Ramchuk? Exactly. You, you can. He'll, I'll I'll give him a heads up. Of what he'll he's probably for. he'll probably quit on Monday. Yeah, he'll he'll text me while I'm on vacation. Be like, I cannot do this. And tell him like, to get friend, Big yeah. Brother takes. Yep. I don't think he wants. Oh, he might watch Big Brother actually. I don't know. Well, Anyways. he's got to get caught up. So, is there an episode tonight? Yeah. Yeah. Wednesday, so, Thursday. Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday is the schedule. I looked it up because I thought it was Tuesday for some reason. I thought I missed it. But Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday. We, we talk about one more thing. I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but have you seen that I believe that Barstool Sports is making a push to try to get Biz to fight fucking Logan, uh, Paul. Logan Paul? Oh, my God. So it's been talked about on like three of their different podcasts, like three different total entities, one with Biz Nasty, one with Dave Pornoy and Logan Paul, and then another one. And like, I really, they're trying to make it happen. And I don't know. I d- yeah, Charles, I'm just going like, to, I really don't give a shit who fights who. No, but he wants to fight like, the game. Logan Paul wants to fight the game. The game. game. Holy man. Like, I don't understand. How can you fight Floyd with your other? And then the game. And then, like, is this just life of the video game now? He's just getting paid, though. It's just oh, like. Yeah, he's just, he's just cash checks. So if I'm Logan Paul, Jake Paul, whoever. Baby Wanya is in tears at the thought of this. Yeah, he doesn't look thrilled, does he? I think he may have gone to the bathroom, truth be told. He's got a weird look on his face. I may have to bounce. Yeah, you know, let's uh, let's wrap up this pod here. Uh, this has oh. been episode two. Oh, baby one, yeah. Poor baby one, yeah. He doesn't like this idea. He is not in favor of his nasty <laughs> fighting Jake Paul, like at all. No. Uh, this has been episode two ninety eight of the Real Life Podcast. Shout out to the HGA Group, Twig and Berries, and Manscaped. You already know the promo codes. Thanks for tuning into the Real Life Podcast. Uh, let's wrap this bad boy up. Great job on making it through the entire hour of the Real Life Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.